Be at war with your vices, at peace with your neighbors, and let every new year find you a better man or woman. Benjamin Franklin. Hi, and welcome to the podcast Thought Podvoking with your hosts, Megan and Marissa. We're here to talk about all of the thought provoking aspects of life. On today's episode, we're going to explore New Year's resolutions. Historically, the New Year has always been a time of reflection and renewed promises. It is said that at the start of the new year, the ancient Babylonians made promises to their gods that they would return borrowed objects and pay their debts. The Romans began the year by making promises to the god Janus, for whom the month of January is named. In the medieval era, knights took the peacock vow at the end of the Christmas season to reaffirm their commitment to chivalry and to their lords. The ancient Celts would begin their new year in November with Samhain, giving thanks to the harvest of the previous year, celebrating the the lives of those who had died, and paying respect to ancestors. During the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah, followers are to reflect upon their wrongdoings over the year while they seek and offer forgivenesses leading up to the highest of holidays, Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. And in Christianity, the season of Lent, which takes place in late winter, 40 days of sacrifice and reflection leading up to the metaphoric rebirth at Easter. And even in a purely secular context, the new year has a lot of meaning. The very words, the new year, evoke a sentiment of a fresh start, a beginning, a cause to celebrate the successes, and yes, even the failures of the past year, while looking forward to the promise and possibilities of the coming year. Many people, about 44% of Americans in the U.S., actually start the new year by making New Year's resolutions, promises and commitments of self-improvement but it is estimated that only about 8% of those people actually achieve their goals. So we're going to jump right in with our thoughts on New Year's resolutions and tips on how to keep them. Hooray! (laughs) So Megan, you want to start with uh, some of your thoughts on New Year's resolutions? Yeah, I do. So I think that most people are attracted to New Year's resolutions because it offers them a clean slate. Mm -hmm. You can feel fresh and new again, and there's not much that feels better than that. So I think, I mean, this is just off the top of my head, but some of the biggest and most common resolutions are weight loss, um, exercising or dieting, um, career changes or advancements or going back to school, mindfulness, uh, saving up money to buy a house or a car or something like that or anything or just saving money in general. Um, more appreciation of your family or your friends, nature, the environment, your health, um, detoxing is another one, whether that's stuff that you put into your body or detoxing from certain people in your life or things in your life, like the addiction to like electronics, like iPhones and stuff like that. Um, and another one is just going off and checking off a list of things on your bucket list. And for a long time, I hated new year's resolutions. I didn't like making them for myself because often by February or March, I wasn't holding myself accountable to the resolutions I'd make. So the biggest one that I would frequently fail, and I think that most people frequently fail at, are um, exercising and dieting. I hate dieting. I'm like, (laughs) I really want my chocolate every day. If I could, I would eat like two pieces of cake daily. (laughs) But I don't. And when I was younger, like, I had a lot of trouble, like, I mean, I wasn't, I was never fat. Like, I was a never fat person, but... I just I just had trouble dieting because it's like why would I eat a chunk of lettuce when there's better things like spaghetti. Anyways, so and then I also don't like exercising either. 
Um, and I, the reason why I'd fail at these resolutions is because I wasn't finding solutions that I actually liked. So you have to enjoy the food that you eat and the types of exercises you do. Otherwise, no matter what, you're not going to stick to it. So like if you hate running, I tried running one year. Mm. I was like, I'm going to take up running. It's so healthy. And lots of my siblings run and they love it. But I tried to do it and I just couldn't get into it. And then I just felt discouraged. And I was like, I'm not even going to exercise at all. Because like running is like the, the easiest thing to do. But um, wasn't right for you. No, <laughs> it wasn't. So instead, um, I think that instead of like making these goals that like you, you're not excited about Mm -hmm. to make goals that you are excited about and also to just like make like gradual lifestyle changes throughout the year. So you don't have to follow a strict diet in order to eat healthier. Like you can still enjoy dinners while ordering healthier items on the menu. You can still get exercise without making it like a large chore by choosing the ones that you like you actually like to do. Mm -hmm. But um, you can, and like there are exercises that you don't even have to consider exercise, like dancing. Mm -hmm. You get like a lot of cardio out of that and Zumba. So it's a great workout, but it's really upbeat and fun. Um, And I personally have started going to the gym this year. Seems like you've been going almost, did you make a commitment to go every day day to the gym? So I know I just said that I hate exercising (laughs) and I I do. And I'm like worried that like I'm actually going to fail at this too because I hate it so much. But okay, so here's the thing. So I got like a sort of like a new routine. I got a new job. I moved. And so this these past, I'd say like four months have been like a routine adjustment period mm-hmm. for me because I used to work out at night after work and I used to go home earlier. So my, my job would start earlier, my other job, and then it, it would end earlier. But this one starts later and then ends later. But I just get up later. Yeah. I'm like, oh, sweet. I could sleep an extra hour. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, that's good for me. But then I get home and I'm like, I don't want to do anything. Right, so you're getting home later. Right. So I felt like instead, I mean, I would just get home and I'd walk the dog and then I'd make dinner and then i just sit down and I'd be like, oh, I'm too tired to work out. Yeah. So that that wasn't working. I started to feel like all bloated and like I wasn't, I don't know, I, di- I didn't step on the scale because I thought that would depress me. That's another thing is like if you don't want to like weigh yourself and I don't think you should. I don't know. That's, that's my personal opinion. A lot of people disagree with that. But um, if your clothes fit, then you don't need to get on the scale if they fit. That's my opinion. But anyways, my clothes are still fitting, but I felt like bloated and like just gross. Mm. So I was like, okay, well, I need to figure out a way where I can get my exercise in and like it still be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So I, I would bike a lot at home. That's what my exercise was at night. But biking, I'm like stationary bike. So I have yeah. a stationary bike in my apartment. But um, I was like, eh, I'm probably not getting enough out of this anyway. So if I go to the gym, I'll probably get more out of the machines there. So I started going the, on the elliptical. And that's a gym you have at At, at my at work. office at yeah. work. Yeah. It's, a, it's one of the perks of working there is that we get to use the fitness center. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice fitness center downstairs because it's a big um, office where there's yeah. like a lot of different companies it's, Yeah, it's a fitness there. center for the whole Right, for the whole, for complex, the whole right? complex. So it's really nice. And I go... And I, I don't like working out in front of people. I think I talked about this mm-hmm. like in one of the other episodes. So I was like, okay, well, what time can I go? I don't want to go like in the morning at like 10 because I'm not like, I'm just like, the morning is when I'm most productive at work. So I'm like, I'd rather go 
like at lunch, but 12 o'clock is like when everyone goes to the gym because they go work out and then they go have lunch. Mm -hmm. So I've decided to eat first and then digest a little bit and then go down and use the elliptical for half an hour. Mm -hmm. And... I like it because no one else is down there. Yeah. So if I go down there at like one thirty or 2, yeah. it's like a really nice break in the middle of the day for yeah. me. And then it re-energizes me and I feel good and I get a better workout because I'm moving my arms and my legs at the same time. And I listen to podcasts when I do it. <laughs> so that's like my like, like my treat, like my midday yeah. treat is like yeah. I listen to my podcast and the chew is on. Um, it's like, have you heard of the show, The Chew? Is it a TV show or a a podcast? It's a daytime TV show. So they have like ABC. I think it's on ABC. They have ABC just on all day on the Mm -hmm. TV. I think you can change the channel. But usually (laughs) from one to two, The Chew is on. (laughs) So I'm watching them bake cookies. And then I'm listening. Anyways, so it's good. So, but my point is you have to do something that works for you. Yeah. So I've made it like, unless I have... I don't know, a meeting at one o'clock, I'll just move it to like two or that'll go to the gym. Mm -hmm. Or if I can't go that day, then I'll try to make myself get up early enough before work to go to bike or do something or walk during the day. I don't know. So that's how I achieve those resolutions. So just exercising and dieting. And like, I was also like, because I was low on time, I was eating out a lot and I was like ordering like stuff from Chipotle. I would order the veggie burrito bowl, but it's still not that healthy. Yeah. Like it sounds like it is, but there's a lot of sodium and yeah. the sodium just like makes and you no, all bloated. Yeah, no matter what, eating out a lot of the times is going to be not a bigger portion you. than you and would at home. Yeah, exactly. And spending more money. So mm-hmm. I was like, ugh, if I keep up this, these bad habits, then I am going to gain weight and I will not be happy. So yeah, just making like, the gradual changes to yeah and I, yeah exactly it wasn't like an overnight thing i started i i worked out a few times a day at the gym i mean not a few times a few times a week um and see if i would keep doing it and mm-hmm. i did yeah i like that i like that point about making gradual changes and attaching it to something that you're gonna stick with more because because like you said if you are doing a particular exercise in a particular way that you don't enjoy you're not gonna stick with that goal and if it's just about the goal it's it's not going to be a long-lasting outcome and you're not going to really feel good about it which is um kind of what i how i want to talk about um setting goals because this past year i got this book called the desire map um by danielle laporte that um she's somebody that i've kind of followed on her blog and she you know just kind of on social media instagram and stuff and she's just kind of like this personal development guru kind of creative person um she's a writer and a like producer who I've used her stuff this past year so at the beginning of the year we my husband and I we kind of hold up at the beginning of the year and just went through this book to kind of flesh out what we wanted to do in the in 2015 and her book is kind of I don't want to say radical, but radical in that she she focuses more on what are you trying to create mm-hmm. with your goal rather than your goal. So like the first page of the book, she says, you're not chasing the goal itself. You're chasing the feelings that you hope attaining those goals will give you. So you, she really dials in and has you go through like this soul searching kind of thing about how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel in this area of your life? And, you know, she focuses on 
bunch of different places. How do you want to feel in your relations? How do you want to feel at work? How do you want to feel mm-hmm. in your, you know, your social, um, in your community, in what you're giving to the world, all sorts of stuff. And really nailing it down to three to five core desired feelings. Hmm. Um, and then you kind of build your goals on that. So it's really a reversal Whereas a lot of the times we say, you know, I want to make a resolution to work out. It's not really the working out that you want to do. It's really the feeling of vitality or the feeling of yeah. health. It's the feeling of like feeling good in your body. Um, you know, it's not really the. Yeah, if I could do all that, if I could get all that without working out, trust me, I wouldn't <laughs> work out. <laughs> you know, so, so really like dialing in and focusing on what do I, what do I want to feel in my life and like what is that that I'm chasing and then it really building your goals off of that and f- just really keeping the feeling on top of mind. Um, I think that will help you have a little bit more success um, in creating your goals and sticking to them. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So what are what I, are some of the goals that like you've well this past year um, I was f- I the, the three goals that I was like actively just working on constantly mm-hmm. not just like okay I'm gonna lose ten pounds and then the goal is done see because we I think that it's important for resolutions to just continuously yeah. like work towards them or build on them or just being a better person in general or living a happier life in general. So one of the things that I did last year was I joined a choir. When I was in college at Assumption, um, I was part of the chapel choir there and it was amazing. It made me so happy and I love singing. And then I graduated and for five years, I wasn't part of a choir and mm. I really missed singing. I would go to karaoke with my friends and you would, you've been to karaoke with me a few times. But that just like didn't like yeah, satisfy my need of, and want of singing. So um, I don't know. I've I've I joined a choir when I at the last place, the last town that I lived in. I was part of a choir, and then I'm a, a part of a choir in this town or city, I guess, or in this city, in Worcester. Um, and so I love both of them. They make me so much happier. Um, and then another goal that I've or resolution um, is just focusing on my own needs so I'm naturally a giver and a provider and I always think about other people and people a lot of people will come to me with their problems I mean and I know friends will do that in general but like I just feel like sometimes people are like leaning on me for like advice and support and I'm like always giving and I'm always there and then it actually wound up hurting me like I would just give, give, give too much um, in my own personal relationships. And so it ended up just like defeating me. So one of my ongoing goals this past year was to focus on my own needs and um, a lot, I'm a lot happier for it. And um, if I'm happier, then I'll be happier around others and I'll be able to balance those two things. And my third resolution for this past year um, was to stop being a worrywart. Uh, if you if people know me very well, then they know that I um, worry about mostly everything. It's like deeply embedded into me um, that I worry about most everything that happens in my life. And so, and something that I've been working on this year is to try to stop worrying so much. It just ends up making me overly anxious about things that I don't really have control over and actually don't really that matter that much in the long run. 
So it, it like worrying leads to overanalyzing and pointless nail biting situations and it doesn't do anyone any good because the more I get worried about something then I just like focus on that. I focus on it but not not only that but like I make other people worried around me. I'm mm-hmm. like I present a situation in a way where I'm like you should be worried about this and then the other person's like oh my god you're right. And then it's just like this like I don't know it's just yeah. it's like a snowball effect where yeah. then of course and then everybody in the room is worried because I'm overanalyzing things. And like, yeah, you do have to worry about things to an extent, but not to the point where I usually do. So this is something, that's something that I'm always working on. Like I can't just like stop that because it'll come back. But anyways, I have goals for this year too. So some of my resolutions for this year are number one is listen to my body. And that doesn't just have to do with exercising, um, whether I'm tired or like my feet hurt or I'm feeling bloated or something like that. Um, one of my major ongoing goals for this year is to tune in with my body and do what's right for it. Mm. For example, I have a hard time justifying like a $100 shoe purchase for like good shoes with good support, good arch support. Um, Cause I'm like, oh my God, that's so expensive. I don't want to spend the money on that. But then mm. I go to the grocery store every Saturday or Sunday and I spend almost a hundred dollars at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that to me is justified, mm-hmm. but supporting my entire body isn't i don't know so the 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 things that i have to listen to my body and do the right things for it because like i like i criticize because i buy a lot of shoes at savers Mm -hmm. that have zero that all the support is worn out from them in the beginning yeah so like a cute pair of shoes that i see there like that like a cute pair of heels or or flats that i see i mean flats don't have any support anyway but I just wear them all the time. And then I'm like, why do my feet hurt? Yeah. And like, I like brought this out to my mom. I'm like, my feet hurt all the time and I don't know why. And she was like, are you wearing proper shoes? I'm like, I, I guess not. I'm like, (laughs) but the shoes are so cheap at Savers. And so like, I know we were talking about that in the last episode, like shop at Savers. It's good. But like, there are certain things you need to invest in. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And otherwise it's just, otherwise it could like mess up my whole body in the long run. So I need to do that. Alignment. Yeah. Um, my second goal is to explore new places. Um, I often like a kind of like a hermit, I would, I would say. And we went to Puerto Rico last year. So that was really good. That got me out. But I want to keep doing that. See, yeah. this is another thing that's just like keep doing it. Traveling more is on my New Year's bucket list. Mm. But I, I don't it doesn't have to be like too exotic or faraway places. I just want to utilize the weekends for like day trips that are affordable or exploring new places with friends and family. Like we went to, um, what, what day trip did we do last April or something like that? Didn't we go somewhere and explore like oh, a, yeah. it was a some park or something, park. but like stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think it was in Canton area. It was somewhere in, yeah, it was a state park and it Boston. was pretty. And like, we went on like a two mile walk and yeah. hung out and then went out to dinner and like things like that. Yeah. And we went recently in October, September, October, we went to oh our, yeah, the our friend Truro Vineyards. Yeah, we went yeah. to the Cape for a weekend at one of our friends' parents' house. So, so yeah, but you, like we're good with doing that because we like to do things together, me and Marissa and like our group of friends. But um, doing more trips, doing more trips. Yeah. Yes, definitely. The third one that I have is decluttering. Um, I like it. If you guys, if I took a picture of the apartment right now, <laughs> not I that mean, bad. it's not bad. It's, it's not like we're, I'm like hoarding yeah. things and it is Christmas season. So like there are like boxes of stuff, like, un, like unwrapped, like <laughs> presents right now, just like sitting out. 
And um, since it's Christmas, like, there's just more decorations in here than usual. But, like, oh, my God. Like, Eric and I just, like, look around. We're like, we have so much stuff. We should get rid of it. And then we, like, look at everything. We're like, I don't want to get rid of this. Yeah. I don't want to get rid of this. I don't want to get rid of this. And it's, like, it's a bad habit. Like, I know that, like, I could do without. Like, I'm looking at a bookshelf. And I'm like, I don't. I've never looked at those books. I mean, (laughs) I've looked at them all once and then put them on the shelf. And I don't really need them. Like, why are they there? Just get rid of that whole shelf. But I just want to declutter my life. And, like, I'm doing a swap party pretty soon where I'm just going to go through my closet and, like, go through all the clothes that I don't wear. Yeah. It's just that's an ongoing goal that I need to just purge. Anyways, what are your goals, Marissa? So this past year is based on, like, the work that um, I did out of Danielle Laporte's book was I focused on my core three core feelings and that was prosperous, expansive and at ease. Those were the three core desired feelings that I really wanted to create in my life. So uh, in terms of prosperous, like that to me meant to flourish, um, to, to grow in fortune and success and just to kind of have like an overall um, general feeling of like being able to, to, do, to do more stuff. And to me that meant travel. Um, and being able to fund that travel in a way that I wasn't stressed about it. So um, I actually did a lot of traveling this year. I went to Puerto Rico with you mm-hmm. in April. Um, I went to Chicago in August with my husband. We spent a weekend in Portland with his family in August. We went to the UK for two weeks with my parents in September. And next week we're going to Florida for a little over a week. So we've done a fair amount of traveling. And um to me that is a marker for for me like this past year a marker of being prosperous and being able to bring um more richness through travel and we were actually able to fund a lot of that travel by utilizing airbnb in our apartment um and paying for a lot of that um so yeah so prosperous was like the idea of traveling and getting out and and feeling like i could be more part of the world but then also feeling like i didn't have to stress about how to pay for it all and how to do yeah, that because travel is expensive yeah that's why i was like oh let's utilize like day trips and yeah. like affordable things yeah. to do. so yeah so for me it was like finding another source of income so mm-hmm. that we could afford that travel and not feel like we had to use savings or like you know go into debt in order to do it but still right. be able to enjoy the things we wanted to do um so another goal was expansive and to me that meant really getting out of my comfort zone um and that kind of manifested in two different ways one was teaching um I have, um, I was certified as a yoga instructor in May. I finished my training and I started kind of teaching, um, classes to my in-laws at my sister-in-law's house. And I've been teaching a a community class a couple of times on the weekends, but, um, just really doing something that's different for me and being in front of people and being the person that people are listening to and looking at has always been something that's been a fear of mine I was never Mm. never good at presenting in college and I always like get really nervous and um just speaking in general has always been a big hurdle for me so being able to do that is really getting outside of my comfort zone um and for example like this podcast too you know this wasn't necessarily a goal that I had but it, it came about and when you first um, approached me for this honestly I was like uh, <laughs> I don't really want to do that like you know and I, I told you yes I would do it but inside I was really kind of like oh shit like I don't really want to do that like I don't know what I'm gonna say I'm gonna just be like blah, blah, blah. um but I'm really glad that you're the type of person that's just like oh we're gonna do this and yeah 
<laughs> because you put me in this situation where you know now we're this is our this is our fifth episode and i feel a lot yeah, more comfortable yeah. about it and it's just kind of exciting to you know explore um things that you haven't done before and really get outside of your comfort zone yeah that's right i didn't put podcasts on one of the things that i've achieved <laughs> i do a lot of things and like people who know me like every year i have like a new project <laughs> well i do the blog i did the photography yeah. and now i'm doing the podcast new things mm-hmm. so my last my last goal had been um at ease and to me that meant to be more at peace and to really just kind of be unattached to the outcome of different situations um and that came along in the sense of um my house i really minimized a lot of stuff this year i got rid of a lot of clothes that i didn't wear and just a lot of things and just you know, that's always a continuous thing, but just, you know, trying to not t- bring in new things into my house that I don't need and just creating kind of a, a peaceful sense of um, my surroundings and to create quiet space for myself. It was kind of like how you said, focusing on myself and on me. I'm definitely an intro- introverted person. Like I am very social and, you know, outgoing with my friends, but I need a lot of downtime. Mm-hmm. I need time to read. I need time to like rest and I, I need proper sleep. And that's just really important to me. Um, for my own like mental health and, and feeling of peace so just having the time to be creative or to write and to to read or just to kind of like chill out and and do the things that fulfill me in a quiet space is really important um but a lot of the goal of um at ease is kind of not really quantifiable it's really just a sense of peace and um fulfillment and just kind of like the you know kind of like your worry wart thing just creating yeah. a sense of like feeling at ease um it's not really something i can say like oh well i you know i did it i achieved it by this right. it's just more of like a general feeling yeah, because if i stopped i mean if i wasn't conscious about like if i start getting worried about something then i have to consciously say like yeah, okay is this a real worry or are you just like making things not making things up but like blowing things out yeah, of proportion because there stuff. are certain things that you do need to worry about but in, even in those situations, you can calmly approach things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, depending, so on, depending on what it is. Like, if you're in a stressful situation, if, like, something stressful happens at work or your boss gets upset at you or something like that or someone in your family gets upset at you, it's like you can stress about it and worry about it a lot or you can solve the problem and then the worry will go away <laughs> so there are a lot of ways to like fix that yeah, i don't know it's, it's just, something that you always have i always have to work yeah, on so it's a good a good goal to have mm-hmm. so in 2016 i think i'm gonna um i'm gonna kind of go through this workbook again and just re-clarify and see if those are my goals but i think i want to keep those three same core feelings but kind of just focusing on a little bit different things so in the areas of prosperous like last year it was really focused on travel this year, I think it's going to focus a little bit more on home because um, to me, my husband and I have been living in the same apartment for just about three and a half years and it's been a good space for us and I've enjoyed it. But, you know, we kind of just want to live in a different place and just expand a little bit more. So finding a place that, you know, would offer what we need from it um, would feel very prosperous for me. Um, in terms of expansive to me, that really felt like is going to be focused on my work and what I want to do, you know, to, in order to make money. Um, I've been in my job for the past six years. Well, not necessarily my particular job, but I've been at my company for the past six years. 
Um, and I just don't think that I want to be in corporate America right now. It's just not what I see for like the next 10 years of my life. Um, I'm kind of a little burnt out of that lifestyle and just like where I am right now isn't necessarily fulfilling to me. So I think focusing on stepping into an entirely different new career, um, would just feel more, more expansive for me. And the idea of at ease, I think I want to focus more on my spirituality, just having like a closer communion with myself, my intuition, um, to nature. I want to get outside more and, you know, I, I love being outdoors and stuff, but I don't nearly go out on hikes as much as I want to, or like, mm-hmm. you know, really get outside. So just like doing more of that and just like, you know, a general feeling of like, um, just closer to what I believe is, you know, source energy or, you know, God or the universe or whatever, mm-hmm. just having a, a closer connection to my own feeling of peace. So those are the, the main goals I have for next year. Um, you want to close out with, uh, tips? tips. Yeah, let's go. Let's move to tips. tips. For so the new year. we talked, we just talked about ourselves a lot, <laughs> about what we're doing and stuff like that. Um, but some tips, some general tips on like keeping your resolutions. Um, so if you're having trouble sticking to one of your resolutions, try doing something with a friend or a family member or assign someone, um, who's holding you accountable for your actions. So accountability partner. Yeah. So for example, you could work out with somebody if you wanted to do a new year's resolution together, that will make like you and the other person like feed off of each other mm-hmm. be like mm-hmm. okay did you work out today oh we're gonna go work out at this time and like you can make plans and stuff and that's a good thing for working out for doing anything really um if you wanted to travel like oh hey like call a friend be like would you like what i did to marissa last year i'm like hey let's go to, let's go somewhere mm-hmm. um and or you can just have someone check in yeah be like once a week can you text me and be like how are you on this resolution this week um just have someone hold you accountable yeah um the second one for is this especially for eating don't keep temptations around you so if you're no if you know you're gonna eat a carton of ice cream that's sitting in the freezer then don't buy it that's like I don't know. It's it seems simple, but like I know when you're in the store, you're like, oh, that looks so good. I I can resist it, but you can't. <laughs> My eternal weakness, for example, is Nutella. Um, it but only if I open it. So yeah. like if I open a jar of Nutella and I have a spoon in my hand, forget it. I'm gone. Like I can eat <laughs> like I can eat a half a jar of Nutella in one sitting. <laughs> if I'm sitting like watching, if especially if I'm alone, like if. My boyfriend's sitting next to me on the couch and he's not eating a snack. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like eating. I feel like a pig. <laughs> or like if I'm at a party and there's like chips and dips and I'm the only one yes. just like <laughs> dipping and eating, then I'm like, oh my God, I feel terrible. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's just, it's different yeah. things for different people. But if you know you're going to eat something, if it's in the house, then right. don't put it right. there. If you don't have the opportunity, you won't out of out of sight, out of mind kind of exactly. concept. Like if you don't <laughs> buy the package of Oreos, then you're not going to eat the package of Oreos. Exactly. Um, but however, sometimes, sometimes I have the opposite mentality where I'm like, I'm going to buy this package of carrots and then I don't eat those either. <laughs> like you have to want yeah. to eat things. Like yeah. buy things that are healthy that you also will eat. Yes. Because definitely. sometimes like if there's the only thing to eat in the fridge is a package of carrots, I'm like, fine, I'm going to go to the store and buy something delicious. <laughs> 
So I don't know. <laughs> that one's that one's complicated. Um, <laughs> the next next tip on the list is to follow the advice of Gretchen Rubin, who's the host of the podcast Happier. And if you don't listen to that, please download it because it's an amazing podcast. Read her books too. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's great. Um, but come up with just a general theme for your new year. So hers is her theme for her new year is lighten up. Um, and she's kind of just using that theme for everything mm-hmm. in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, and people have other ones like exercise as a theme or adventure as a theme. Mm-hmm. So I think it sounds less daunting to yeah. people if they come up with a general theme on how they're going to live their new year. Yeah. As opposed to like making out like a list of yeah. 10 goals. Yeah, definitely. I think that, um, that, t- you know, ties in exactly to what I was talking about was how I've been making my resolutions just getting really clear on the why you're making the resolution, not necessarily the what, like, you know, it's more, what are you trying to feel in your life? Right. What are you trying to create? Focusing on what gives you those feelings rather than, um, particular things. So if you want to feel healthy in the new year, focusing on the things that will create that feeling, don't focus on the goal of losing 10 pounds. Like that's not necessarily, you know, that's a group. That's a great goal. That is, it can backfire. Right. Because then if you're, you know, three months in, you've only lost five pounds. Right. You're like, right. Screw it. I'm not going to do this anymore. Right. And it's, you know, or if you're saying I want to go to the gym three times a week or, you know, you're setting this very finite, this is my goal and this is my long list of a million things that I want to do. And this is Mm -hmm. the way I want to do it. It's not necessarily going to be sustainable. And it's really, you know, getting to the core of what are you trying to feel and with that goal? Are you trying to feel fit? Are you trying to feel vital? Are you trying to feel healthy and doing things that make you feel that way rather than going to the gym you know yeah four times a week whatever right because life gets in the way Mm -hmm. it's like and then you'll beat yourself up because you didn't stick to that goal rather than oh well i created the feeling of Mm -hmm. health by doing that you know i worked out for 10 minutes i took a walk at lunch like those are contributing to your feeling of being healthy and vital and it's gonna make you stay on the track longer overall if you're living a healthy lifestyle and you miss working out you know when you're on vacation or something like that then it doesn't matter it's like you should take a few days off don't beat yourself up or you have a piece of cake here and there and you're not supposed to don't beat yourself up yeah so it's really not like you know nitpicking on the particular goal but more on the the general feeling or the theme that you're trying to create for the year exactly if you guys um, have any tips or questions or comments about New Year's resolutions, we, we really would love to hear from you. I know we say that on every episode, um, but participation. Um, you can contact us at thoughtpodvoking at gmail.com or call us at 774-701-0141 and leave a voicemail. You can just babble on and on and on like we do. Um, and we can feature you on our our next podcast and follow us on social media we're on twitter at thought podvoke and you can like us on facebook at thought podvoking i hope that in this year to come you make mistakes because if you're making mistakes then you are making new things trying new things learning living pushing yourself changing yourself changing your world you're doing things you've never done before and more importantly you're doing something Neil Gaiman. If you don't try at anything, you can't fail. It takes backbone to lead the life you want. Richard Yates, Revolutionary Road.
I like making Marissa laugh at the end of these. Happy New Year.